Hi, and welcome to I Didn't Know That, brought to you by the NGN Network. Yes, NGN is short for Nerd Geek Ninja. We are bringing the band back together. That's right. And relaunching the Nerd Geek Ninja podcast. You can currently listen to the old one. It is on Apple Podcast. Um, Just look up the Nerd Geek Ninja podcast, and you can listen to the old episodes. But we are relaunching this under... The guys of NGN. We are Greg and Iman. Iman and Greg. However you want to say it. We're married. We're one. We're a unit. <laughs> Did <you> go <laughs> unit. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that is about us bringing each other stories or news to see if the other one knows about it or not. And full disclosure, it's usually me. I usually don't know because just... <laughs> I don't know why I don't pay attention anymore. I used to be well informed before. Yeah. And now I'm just like, this is upsetting. I'd rather not know. <laughs> I'm a big softie now. But before we start sharing, I didn't know because this is a story that we both already know. But shout out to our cousin Nigel, our little cousin Nigel, who is a football player in Montgomery high schools and you can go onto the Montgomery advertiser right now before Thursday and vote for best Montgomery high school football player in week two, because we're in Alabama and we're all about football down here in the South. Um, But yeah, right now he's in the lead and you can vote multiple times. I think you just have to, wait a few hours or minutes or something and you can keep voting and our family's so big and inshallah he he gets it and he wins i'm not sure exactly what they win but yeah nigel walker montgomery academy Knocks 11 tackles, three sacks, and returned a recovered fumble for a touchdown as M.A. beat Hale County 45-26. to He also caught two touchdowns. And I have no idea what any of those words mean because I'm not into football. But I will watch when it's somebody that I care about and know. And the only reason I haven't been to any of my nephew's games is because it's been so hot. And I saw pictures of our family at the game and they looked like they were melting and I was just like oh god and she's like I want to stay in the car I didn't I didn't want to come out but I had to because my baby was playing I was like oh oh no and they're in the middle of the week so it's Alabama football high school football is weird and junior high football is weird football is weird anyway because in the middle of the week you have these games that can last well into the night. And people have school the next day. These babies have school the next day. At, yeah. How did you do it? How did um, you do it? Just did it. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, I was in the band, but the band could leave before the football game was over sometimes. We'd be like, we can, we can go? Okay, thank, thank you. It's <laughs> 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 like, I got like, did you do the homework before? I did half my homework before. I had to go. And then we had to get there early. Okay, the band had to get there before you guys went on the, before people went on the field. 
but at least we got to leave sometimes before the game was over and we would just play out and be like yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. and then like we'd be walking out and it's like <laughs> we leave it though this game's not over but the rhyme's on the wall either we're winning or, we, or we're not <laughs> so yes all right so do you want to start yeah sure first story is yours okay all so right. i'll do the first one uh on the huffington post this um piece of news is actually from september 2nd 2021 and it says what the heck is grimace anyway mcdonald's manager's answer has people shook so apparently he is a giant taste bud wow I did not know that. I was really, I would have put my money down on like he was a giant purple chicken nugget or something. <laughs> that I was is thinking it. That he's too. A, like a dead taste bud because don't they no, turn he's, purple? He's a taste bud. He's just a taste bud. But don't they turn purple like when they're dying though? Doesn't that mean something's wrong with your tongue if your I don't know taste the bud science of taste buds. I, oh. I don't know. Okay, keep going because <laughs> that doesn't. So, ew. The manager of a McDonald's franchise in Canada has revealed the story behind Grimace, the purple pal of longtime mascot Ronald McDonald, and it's left a lot of people very confused. Brian Bates, who has worked for the chain for 10 years, casually dropped into an interview with CBC News over the weekend. He is an enormous... Did I just say enormous... He is an enormous taste bud, but a taste bud nonetheless. Bates told the network in an unofficial explanation, adding that the character was meant to show that the food tastes good. <laughs> that, no. No. That's not, that's not okay. So, check this out. Okay, so McDonald's has been unusually tight-lipped about the purple creature's origins over the years. The closest it had come to providing an explanation was a few variations on this tweet, which has sent, which has sent, the thing is a typo, which was sent out from time to time in response to inquisitive customers. So Montgomery- just, just real quick, okay, if you're, okay. I'm on MedHelp, and they're saying if your taste bud is purple, that means it's swollen, and you 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 should be concerned about that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read this tweet to, okay. to the best of my ability. So uh, McDonald's Corporation requiring re- replying to Margot Padilla. I guess that person asked about what the heck is grimace uh, at Margot Padilla. Great question. Hashtag Grimace lore says he is the embodiment of a milkshake or a taste bud. What do you think? Hashtag ask an archivist. Okay. Huh. And I could tweet a reply if I wanted to, but I don't I don't, no, I don't, don't feel like don't it. Don't reply to that. And then Grimace, who was actually a villain early on, doesn't resemble a milkshake, but he does kind of look like he may have been inspired by images of taste buds and papale. I think that's how you pronounce it. Papale. 
And a another uh, other Twitter users were stunned by the McHistory lesson. Uh, Kyle Daly tweets, uh, reeling from this. And then Marcus Mowney at M.R. Mowney, uh, my entire worldview has been upended. Okay, knew, that's a little dramatic. I never knew what the hell Grimace was, but I didn't think it was this. Yeah. And then, uh, I really like him these tweets. Miles Klee says, Grimace can taste with his whole body. That's disturbing. <laughs> okay, so, um, Blockhead at T underscore Rex underscore 64 uh, says, I liked it better when I had no idea what Grimace was. I'm, I'm agreeing with that one. Because... <laughs> I would have been fine not knowing this, actually. I mean, I haven't eaten McDonald's since, what, my junior year of college, I think. And, yeah, I I don't think I could ever go back. No, senior year. I've had it more recently. I know you have, darling. I I like the breakfast food. (laughs) Okay, okay. So... Courtney E. Thompson. When you stop eating McDonald's long enough, and if you go back to it, because, okay, yeah, once I stopped, and then I think near the end of my senior year, I had, like, a McGriddle, and I was like, oh, this doesn't taste right. It's like, I could taste the chemicals in it. It's like, oh, no, I can never come back. (laughs) Once you get it all out your system, it's like... And you go back, you can't, you can't do we're, it. We're never getting a McDonald's sponsorship. It's okay. Yeah. I'm, Why would I want to sponsor something <laughs> I would never want to eat or use? Why would I do that? <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't think that's a good practice, to be honest. But, I mean, you could do that. You could do the sponsorship. I'd be over here just being quiet, like, yep, he's loving it. He... Is loving it. Greg, Greg is loving it. Wait, what was it? I'm loving it. Yeah, it's like Greg is loving it. I have no comment. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna read uh, Courtney E. Thompson's uh, tweet reply. This explanation is the midi chlorians of the fast food extended universe. And then Rin. At Rin10 says, I've always wondered, and now I regret finding this out. Okay, how many responses did they put in this article? Because I feel like articles now, uh, quote unquote articles nowadays, are just basically tweet responses. <laughs> how many are there? I think we could, can we? Try? It's almost over. It's almost over. It's almost oh, over. God. There's like two more I want to read. There's two oh, more I want to read. Okay, one of my favorite ones is if Grimace is a taste bud meant to show how good the food is. Why on earth would you name the damn thing after an expression of disgust? Facts. <laughs> Questions that need to be answered. And then my next favorite one. This would be the last one I'll read. Okay. Okay, so Clifton Adcock says, or he is at Clifton Housey, uh, Theoretically, this means that if you were to shake Grimace's hand, he would be able to taste you. Shudders. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Transition music on that one. 
<laughs> it's my turn. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like mine is, uh, did you know that the upcoming show, The Wonder Years, is set in Montgomery? I did know this. You did? I had uh, been reading about it for uh, the past year, I think. You want to be on that show? Oh, like, my I'm God. Gonna be on that show. But I don't think they're going to shoot it in Montgomery. Oh, they're not even, like, maybe getting some I shots? I think so. I think, in... it's, I think they're going to Forrest Gump it. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the head writer is from Montgomery. They're in Montgomery Native, uh, the new primetime show coming to ABC this fall. And it will be set in the capital city. Of course, this is from our local news station, WSFA. The show, The Wonder Years, tells the story of a black middle class family in Montgomery in the late 1960s. See, that always gives me pause because I was nervous about The Wonder Years anyway, because, of course, I've seen the original Wonder Years yeah. used to watch it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, are they going to put it in somewhat the same time period? And I don't know if I'm going to like that. I don't know. There's too much stuff going on in the late 60s. Because then then you always have to bring in, like, the trauma yeah, of yeah. being in Montgomery. Yeah, during that time period. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, I would really like it to be more like, because in the beginning of the one of the years, it was more lighthearted, and it didn't get start getting serious until they got, like, into high school. Yeah, like it would be like post like around Vietnam War. Yeah, that's when it started getting serious. Like pre, like it was like like like, um, like in that time period, like the present. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, impact of the Vietnam War, and then the post Vietnam yeah. War. They did. Deal, they t- did deal with that. They did. Okay. They did. I also remember the episode. About like the whole hippie movement and everything, mm-hmm. and I think it was like his brother on the show was interested in some hippie girl, and they were about to have a baby, and the parents were like upset. Yeah, it was the whole thing, but it's just like because our parents are old enough to remember like that time period. Yeah, yeah. they're old enough to remember that time period. It yeah. was like I don't know. Okay. If this is what we're going to do. Yeah. 12-year-old Dean, according to ABC, the show is inspired by the 1988 series of the same name. Mm-hmm. The show stars Elijah Williams, Dulé Hill, Saikon Sin, Sinjopo. I'm sorry I'm butchering that name. <laughs> Laura Kariki, Julian... Leonard, Armani O'Neill, Million Ray, Don Cheadle as the narrator. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, I thought... He's doing a Ron Howard. Yeah. That's cool. And Montgomery native Saladin Patterson is the writer and executive producer of the show. I forgot Daniel Kalula. Kalu, Kaluya, Kalua, Kaluya, Daniel yeah, Kaluya. Because he plays the father. Why didn't they put him in this article? Interesting. They probably forgot. Oh. Wait, he's on the show? I'm... Are you saying he's on the show? Or. What? Yeah, he plays the dad. I thought. I saw, I saw him in the previews. Not the previews, but the um trailer. That oh. was him, wasn't it? I haven't seen the trailer. Oh. I didn't know there was one. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you knew that, but of course, the show is. I told. I already said that I'm probably not going to know. So, all right. <laughs> okay. So, a woman charged with traveling to Hawaii with fake Moderna vaccine card. <gasps> I knew that one. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I, I saw that one. I saw that on Facebook. And. Um, I think they said like it was misspelled. Yes, they misspelled uh, Moderna. They spelled it the wrong way. Yeah. Okay, so an unvaccinated woman's attempt to enjoy a Hawaiian vacation unfettered by the state's 10-day quarantine mandate was thwarted by bad spelling, of course. Chloe Morozak... 24 she was, in Hawaii, was a, right? Yeah, was arrested yeah. Saturday at Daniel K. Inouye. Inouye International Airport in Honolulu on the misdemeanor charge of suspicion of falsified vaccination documents. Her bail was set at $2,000 according to local station KHON TV. When Morozak first arrived in Hawaii on August 23rd. The state safe travels program administrator reported her COVID-19 vaccination card was possibly fraudulent. Morozak, an Illinois resident, was vaccinated in Delaware by two National Guard members identified as CPL Wolf and Sergeant Monty. I don't know what CPL is. CPL is that corporal? Okay, moving on. Uh, According to her vaccine card, okay. Hawaii authorities determined from officials in Delaware that there was no record of Morozak being vaccinated. I really like saying the name Morozak. (laughs) There was another issue. Morozak's card misspelled the Moderna vaccine as Maderna. Despite initial suspicions, Morozak left the airport. <laughs> Officials later couldn't find a reservation at the hotel where she said she would be staying, and she didn't list return travel information. What, was she escaping from something? <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, if you're going to falsify a vaccination card, you can at least make sure it's spelled right. I mean, you have Google, right? They're saying a lot of people are doing that, or at least trying to do it. And misspelling. I just, just having fraudulent, you know, cards. Okay. But I mean, I think the writing on the wall was on the wall with that one. They people were asking about it when they first that they you had need your card on it, and you know, Black Clear was like, okay, so who's got the bootleg? Like cards, and has the fake. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even before that, I was always making like the multi-pass jokes, like multi-pass. You're just gonna have to oh, show fifth it. Element. Yeah, from the fifth element. It's like that's what we're gonna have to do to you know get on planes and stuff. And it really didn't bother me, but it's like a lot of people are bothered. And you know, I'm gonna leave folks alone. But you going to jail now? Okay. They're so. not playing about that on the island. They're like, you gotta go to jail and oh pay a fine. God. Okay. You should not be here. All right. So, 
There's actually a little bit more. So, okay. So, Special Agent William Lau of the State Attorney General's Office said he tracked down Morozak by searching social media and found a Facebook account in which she described herself as a model. The photo gallery showed Morozak with a distinctive tattoo on her left hip. Law enforcers spied a woman with the tattoo at the Southwest Airlines counter at the Honolulu airport on Saturday and arrested Morozak as she attempted to fly home. After her arrest, authorities said Morozak told an officer she was vaccinated by her own doctor and paid for the shot. According to Hawaii News Now, COVID-19 vaccines are free in the U.S. Morozak was traveling with another was traveling with another woman who was not arrested, authorities said. You can read the charging document below. I am not reading that, but I think that's hilarious because aren't they giving it out for free? Exactly. You just go so in she, and well, say, she, she paid Because she doesn't know. You don't know if you've never been to the doctor to get it. You wouldn't know. I paid my best American dollars to have this, like, but you didn't need to. Like, that don't sound weird. Your story's not straight. And you she should at least have talked to somebody who has gotten the shot. Like, oh, when you get the shot, like, how is it? What do you do? Like, oh yeah, you just make your appointment and you get it. Like, oh, how much did you have to pay? Like, oh, I didn't have to pay anything because it's free. They want people to get it. But no, she didn't even do her research she didn't even do her due diligence no you know? not at all didn't exactly. even use google to make sure that moderna was see she just thought she was gonna get off on whiteness <laughs> whiteness <laughs> and then i've seen her mugshot i don't model where model who <laughs> model of what okay. like a tattoo model like maybe she's just, i don't know all right so <laughs> All right, after that one, mine's kind of dark. And this is from uh, ABC Houston News. Um, did you know about this story uh, of a Houston Instagram model, uh, Janie Ganger, who was uh, murdered in a parent murder-suicide in their home in Houston? Did you hear about that? I don't know because there's been a lot of like social media influencers and people who have like like large followings that they've been murdered either being last week. Well, not in the last week, but like a lot of stuff like stuff happens like back to back that that happened like like in the last year or two, like or even even more like just in a row because like people like. Famous people, like especially when they're not like you know rich, they're just like social media famous, yeah, and they don't have security and they're not yeah. like behind a gate all the time. People can stalk those people. True. Like yeah. they can they can easily like look at clues and find out where they live or where they frequent. Yeah. And then they can find them and and hurt them. Yeah. And that's like one of the drawbacks of being famous, but not having the wherewithal to protect yourself. Yeah from yeah. the outside world well unfortunately it was her father who found her body and and okay so let me just read the story so okay houston instagram model jane ginger's dad describes finding the bodies of his daughter and her killer what yes the mother and father of jean Jean Jeannie, 
Ginger, the Instagram star who was known to millions as Miss Mercedes Moore, say they've lost the brightest light in their family. She's a person that was our baby, said her mother, Janetta Grover. For the first time since Gian's murder, her parents talked with eyewitness news reporter Stephanie O'Coley. They described their oldest daughter as a dependable and loving big sister, a daddy's girl, and her mother's best friend. She was so famous in her world and so loved in ours, said Grover. Across Houston, Jeanette, Jeanette, Jeanne, 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 I don't know why. Just pick one Jeanne. and be confident about it. Yeah, Jeanne, okay. <laughs> Became famous in the entertainment industry. Her stunning and daring photos on Instagram drew hundreds of thousands of likes. I mean, it's so weird being internet famous because it's like, of course, I've never heard of this person. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you have their like your own little pocket. Yeah. It's scared the it scared the hell out of me," said her father, Mark Ganger. My daughter was beautiful. That scared the hell out of me. Aww. And she kept trying to get more and more beautiful. She worked on it hard. That scared the hell out of me. I mean, I guess, is that going to be the new thing fathers are afraid of? Like, oh, I don't want my baby to be an Instagram model. Because before it was like, I don't want my baby on the pole. <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm not on the pole. I'm just an Instagram model. Now it's keep my baby off OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> keep my baby from being an instagram influencer it's like because you scared someone's gonna stalk her not even because you know i mean but seriously just as a woman you, you just living your life you can get a stalker i had a stalker oh, yeah, at a yeah. and so it's not fun yeah yeah and just, it's just like i think about what was it paisley who was stalked yeah yeah it's like yeah. Just stalkers. Just living your life. Just stalkers. Yeah. You don't even necessarily have to be the finest person on the world and just be a woman and have said no to a dude. You might end up with a stalker. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really sensitive. Ganger, who is better known as Houston Instagram model, Miss Mercedes Moore, will be remembered doing a memorial in Rosenberg, Texas on Saturday. So that was this past Saturday. But even with that fear in his pocket, Ganger never imagined that he would walk in what he would walk into when he arrived at his 33-year-old daughter's apartment Sunday evening. He rushed there concerned after his family had not heard from Jan all weekend. See, this is also why I keep in touch with my family like all the time just like text 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 and when my sisters don't text me back right away i'm like where are you let me check your location it's like use the use the technology i'm just like you can see my location i can see where you are and if i need to go find you i can go find you exactly (laughs) yeah just like no like my my mom is on find my friends exactly like you're on find my you know yeah, yeah you gotta put it on there yeah. it's just not like trying to be nosy it's like okay like that's how 
Intasar messed up because when she tried to come down here to surprise everybody for my mom specifically <laughs> for Mother's Day and I was trying to call her and I was like okay it's like this around this time she does this thing and this is her routine I was like and she hasn't called me back yet or text me back I was like uh-uh I don't like that Mm-mm. and I kept <laughs> texting her I was like trying not to figure out and finally I just looked on find my friends and I was like what you doing in America she's like what's <laughs> <laughs> such and such airport and she's like oh my god you would be the one to ruin the surprise i was like i was like fine i won't say anything but just no (laughs) you get you get worried i do again it's like you're i mean do what you want with your life you know live your life you know have fun but but yeah but in, okay, so the last part of this article, his daughter, um, when he went inside the house, his daughter was dead at the bottom of the staircase. And the heartbroken Granger thought it could have been an accident. But upstairs, he and his girlfriend found Jan's killer, Kevin Accorto, 34, had a knife in his neck. Investigators say he stabbed himself. He was twitching, he was gurgling. Granger said, I could look in the room and there's writing all over the wall. Pinned with lipstick or pens, the rambling notes contain confessions, apologies, and professed love for Jan, a woman who investigators do not believe Accorto knew personally. My monthly conversation conversations is yan you have all the followers some probably because they love you some because they like your look some more crazy and some obsessed at granger her family believes Carter was just that a crazed follower who stalked yan and somehow found her i don't know how he found her and i don't know all that how all this happened said her father her parents say the rumors flooding the internet made it that much more difficult. Uh, and Cardi B came out to defend her. She was strangled and suffered a traumatic concussion. The Fort Bend County Medical Examiner confirmed. Well, on that note. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just played a hilarious Simpsons prank on a Virginia school board. Now, this one is really funny. Actually, no, I, I know the, this I one. watched the video. I know this one. And it's like the person reading could not help themselves. Like they knew halfway through that it was a prank. I know. I watched the video. I still don't think he knew halfway through because he was like, because I'm just like, he can't get, he didn't even like crack a smile and he didn't chuckle or anything because he kept reading the names. And I don't know. <laughs> I would have, like, after the third one, I would have been like, this is a prank. It's like, you don't hear it? It's like, but when you're like business minded, like, and you're trying to get through like a meeting or something, and you think, you don't expect someone to do that. So, oh my God. So, the Simpsons' 33rd season won't begin until September 26th. I mean, do you still want to do this one? Because I know it. Mm, I actually want to read the names. That okay, read, just read the names. Just get the uh, story. I'm and a read child. I am a child. Okay. And read the names. 
What were the names? Because the names they read out were... I'm going to find these names that they read. Ugh. They don't have them written down? Not one. Okay, 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 okay. So here are some names that were included. Okay. Phil McCracken. Yeah. And the way he said he was like, um, Phil McCracken? (laughs) Phil McCracken. Oh, here it is. Okay. And then he read. He's like, I leaned over. He's like, I leaned over? I leaned over. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Wayne Kerr. (laughs) Wayne Kerr. Now, see, at that point, he should have known. I think maybe you're right. Maybe he did know because the way he was tapping his pen on the desk when yeah. I was watching the video, I was just like. I saw his eyes smiling. Un- like, I couldn't see his smile because he was wearing a mask, but I saw his eyes smiling. You saw his eyes? I feel like that's and, a projection. All, no, no, no. I saw his eyes and the way his voice was. It's like, there was a twinkle in his eye. He's yeah, like, I oh, felt, a prank. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm still going to read the names. Exactly. <laughs> Suck my dick. Ophelia McCock. <laughs> Don Kedick. <laughs> okay, this is pretty much Royal the Mill. Okay, so, but as the video above shows, school board member Roscoe D. Cooper III says each person's name with varying degrees of accuracy, and it's hilarious. Like, I wonder if I play the video... People can hear it. For us in 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 this uh, environment, you answer to us, and I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. Now, see, that's a classic one, though. He should have leaned over. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Okay. All right. So we have been recording for 34 minutes. Do you want to end it here? Okay. I got one more. What? I got one okay. more. You, you want me to save it for next time? No. You can tell me if it's something that I didn't know. Okay. Then so, we'll keep going. okay. If it is. Michigan parents owe son $30,441 for tossing out prized porn collection. Oh, no, I didn't know that one. Okay. okay. What, it was like a vintage porn collection or something? I, I, probably. I mean, he's, he's I mean, 43. He... Okay, okay. So, probably... so But he was living with his parents, though, clearly. Well, he... Well, based on what I read in the article, it looks like he 
left his porn stash at his parents' house, and then he got a divorce. But then when he came to live with his parents again, he came home to find out they had thrown away his porn. I mean, okay. So one, okay, I understand. You're getting a divorce, and you to you know mitigate what to cover part of that cost. You you move in with back in with your parents. Yeah. I get that. Or you say, hey, I'm gonna leave some things at your house, mom and dad, and they're like, okay, cool. And of course, I'm I'm. I'm going to put it out there and guess that these people are white because... Oh, definitely. I don't think... If you told your mom you were going to leave some things at her house, I don't think she would go through them. She would just be like, that's Greg's stuff in the corner or in that room. Oh, I put my name in this. (laughs) I'm not saying that you would put porn in your mom's house. Okay, I'm I'm going to read this right now. I'm just saying... Grand Haven, Michigan. A judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to press that. Keep going. No, keep going. Uh, For getting rid of his pornography collection. Okay, I'm going to start that one over. A judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his pornography collection. U.S. District Judge... Paul Maloney's decision this week came eight months after David working 43 won a lawsuit against his parents. He said they had no right to throw out his collection of films, magazines, and other items. Why are you saying it like that? That's I weird. Really, Why? I really, I really, I, really got, I, I, want to get, I want to get dramatic with oh, it. Oh, God. Working, oh, working, had lived at their Grand Haven home for 10 months after a divorce before moving to Muncie, Indiana, the judge followed the value set by an expert. ML, oh, MLive.com reported. Okay. <laughs> okay, the judge okay. followed the value set by an expert. MLive.com reported. Working's parents also must pay $14,500 to their son's attorney. After moving to Indiana, Working learned that his possessions were missing. Hmm. The plot okay, thickens. no, not the plot thinking. You gotta speed this up because it's sounding like really messed up. Because one, I'm allowing you, my grown child, to house your stuff. And yes, my bad as your parent. They they were ba- they should not have gone through his things. I mean, because he's a, an adult man. Don't don't go through your adult child stuff. This you, part is really you're funny. gonna find things that you don't want to find. So okay, so. Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. His dad said in an email. <laughs> that was the end of the article. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, one, it's like I can't imagine, like, suing my parents. But, you know. Yeah, I can't. Like, even if it was something that, like. Like that? That was really valuable to me. Or even really valuable in general. Because like, obviously that's a specialized type of collection. Yo, <laughs> if I had a collection of porn, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, you did do me a favor. No, you wouldn't. If it was like 
vintage. Well, ma- and, okay, if, if you're, and like if you you're could that, sell you're, it and you could sell it for a higher price on eBay or something. Okay, if you're that kind and of that collector. was like, and he, honestly, uh, if he just had a divorce and he maybe he was gonna like, oh, this is my little nest egg and I'm gonna sell this so I can get some of this money back from the divorce. I don't know. Okay, okay, you're considering that. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's okay. a weird type of collection, but yeah. not gonna kink shame or anything. But exactly. he could he should have put it in somewhere else other than his parents' house. Okay, don't yuck someone else's yum. I know. I, I'm okay, saying he could have gotten a storage facility, like a small storage facility, and said, "Here, I'm gonna put my stuff here." Because okay. he was gone for what? How many months? It said ten it said months. Ten months. Yeah, you can't. His parents were probably like, "We need this space." Whatever his name was, Jason. Jason, we need this space. I'm not saying that's his real name. I'm saying I'm just giving him the name Jason because it's he sounds like a Jason. It sounds like, a like something a Jason would do. Why are you insulting all the other Jasons? Okay, David, don't come for me, Jason. David, don't. his name is David. David, David Jason, were king. David working. David, Jason. His porn collection was thrown away by his parents. He shouldn't have left it there. That's on him. That's his bed. That he really shouldn't have left it there for that long. If you have, I mean, really, where's the? Okay, well, just okay. I'm saying, where's your thinking at? It's like don't leave something sensitive like that. That your parents are, you know, your parents wouldn't want to find that. Like they're like, oh, what's in there? Honestly. If he's 44, his parents probably forgot that a certain box was his and like, oh, what's in this box, honey? And like, oh, God, what's this filth? Uh. And like, throw it out. It's like, is this? It's like, that's David's stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's like, let's get this crap out of here. Really? Okay. So uh, garbage days last, tomorrow. Okay, that was a good one because I did not know about the story. It's rather ridiculous. It is. Okay. Well, let's not judge. Let's not judge. Okay. Okay. It's judge. ridiculous because I can't imagine suing my parents. I could suing couldn't. my parents and then mm-hmm. leaving something that's that sensitive in my parents' house for over almost a year. For yeah. almost a year. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's really. probably what the divorce is over. I mean, do you remember? That might be what the divorce is over. Remember when we, when, after we got married yeah. and we were moving into the apartment, I had like a box of clothes. Mm-hmm. And my mom gave that box of clothes away because I had it at the top of the stairs. And she's like, oh, I thought that was a box of stuff to be given away. I was like, no, that's my moving box. I was like, and that wasn't even here. That was just at the top of the stairs for two days. And she gave it away. So I'm <laughs> saying, you left something in your parents' house for, <laughs> for 10 months. <laughs> it's going to be gone. <laughs> Better be glad. <laughs> that's on you, David. Yeah. All right. So... <laughs> that's gonna be the end for this first episode okay <laughs> i enjoyed talking to you and thank you for informing me about all these stories i did not know oh i enjoy talking to you too all right and thank you for informing me <laughs> i don't like the way you're looking at me i'm too embarrassed all right i'll like them good night i love you good night i love you too all right i'll like them I don't know how to end this. Do do we do you want to do this?